Hey, what's going on guys? DK. Back at you with another video here to bring the showdown slate between the Memphis Grizzlies and the Golden State Warriors. Before I get into the video, if you guys are new to the channel, welcome. My name is DK. I make daily videos and live stream for NBA and NFL slates on DraftKings, and I also make videos for NBA Top Shot. If you're unable to watch these videos, I also upload on Apple Podcast. Link down below. It's called the DK DFS Show. And if you could take a minute or two out of day, leave a five-star rating and review. That would be greatly, greatly appreciated. If you're interested in signing up for premium content, often on Patreon.com, an NBA package, as well as an esports package. Esports includes Call of Duty CSGO. Um, and I finally, I want to thank Prize Picks for sponsoring this episode. If you're not familiar with Prize Picks, so what they have is they will post fantasy scores or fantasy projections, and you can either take the over or the under on them. They also have single stat. Um, so they have like, you know, over, under on points, assist, rebounds, three pointers made. Uh, so, and you're not playing against anyone you're playing against the house. I find it a nice change of pace from DraftKings, uh, because for that reason, right? Again, you're, you're just, you're just going against the house. So right now they have 12 players posted for tomorrow's, uh, game. So looking at this, you know, Steph Curry, only 54 feels a little bit low, feels a little bit low. Uh, same with Ja, you know? Um, I don't know if I'm looking to him on the show on slate, but 36 for Ja for a guy that should play about 40 minutes also feels a little bit low. You guys know I'm huge on JV, but 45 feels close to right. Feels close to right. But yeah, I think I think the over on Ja and Steph looks good. Um, unfortunately, with the the Pacers Wizards, uh, I'm not sure. I forget what they're all exactly at, but if that game stayed close, all four of Sabonis, Westbrook, Beal, and Brogdon were going over. Just unfortunate that, that game blew out. So. Um, but yeah, if you guys want to sign up, use the code DKDFS, DKDFS, all one word, link down below, you will get a 100% match up to $100. So basically, if you put $100 in, you get a free $100 to play with. All right, and finally, I just want to thank you guys for all the continued support. We hit, I think, like 200, 250 concurrent viewers for a showdown site. I streamed for like 15 minutes a day, and we had like 200, 250 viewers. That's crazy, guys. Thank you, thank you. Um, you know, if you... If you do want to support the channel, if you can leave a like button on the video, subscribe if you haven't already, and hit the notification bell so you don't upload videos, you don't want to live. Um, I'll, do, I'll do a quick YouTube live stream again tomorrow to kind of go over the show on slate, maybe 15 to 20 minutes, and try to answer some questions there at the end. Um, and let's try to aim for 100 likes on this video. All right, so... Before we talk about players and the prices for this show on slate, we can look back line up here from Thursday's show on slate. And Thursday... I've never been so disappointed to 17x my money. So, this is my final lineup here. I can get other ways you guys can see. But, um, yeah, this is a $20 entry. Turned it into $450, basically, in this contest. Overall, it was entered two twenty dollars tournaments usually i don't go crazy in the show on slates there's a lot of variance involved but i entered two twenty dollar tournaments and finished with uh about six hundred and sixty dollars so it was a really big night but the reason i'm tilted it should have been the takedown it should have been the takedown it should have been winning three grand the amount of things that happened for me not to win uh were were insane so um yeah i told you guys you know i was using beal westbrook and beal or <laughs> Peel Westbrook, Sabonis, Westbrook, and Beal together. Um, hinted that I was going to use Sabonis in the captain spot. And then I used all three of the Wizard centers. So the reason I did that um, is because the Pacers are terrible against the front court defensively, right? They play no defense. All three of the Wizard centers are decent point per minute guys. And it, this was basically the only 
way I could get in all three of those stars. I mean, there's a couple other different, you know, mix and matches. There's like a Justin Holiday, I think instead of Gafford. I wanted the low on Gafford, and he was the one. It was him and Ishmith, the two value guys I mentioned. I was like, if you want to get really contrarian, you can take a shot on one of those guys in the captain. And that was, we'll go over the winning lineup in a sec. But um, yeah, so used all three centers and one amazing. Uh, so the reason I'm, I'm, I'm so tilted is because number one, Sabonis fouls out early in the fourth. Not good when you have him in the captain spot. Number two. Six minutes for Robin Lopez. And the thing was, too, uh, it was about early to midway through the fourth quarter, Robin Lopez was going to check in. And since the game was such a blowout, Scott Brooks like, nah, he ended up walking back to the bench, put Anthony Gill in. I needed a couple more from Lopez to give me the takedown. So we can go over the first place lineup. Um, so that he used the Gafford in the captain lineup. Uh, with Westbrook, Sabonis, Beal, Ish, and Alex Lund. Now, um, right, you needed something absolutely crazy to happen, and that's what happened, right? There was a huge blowout, uh, so the starters didn't really play the fourth quarter. Plus, Gafford had five blocks and one steal. Again, he was the guy that had the most upside of the centers, but um, just kind of crazy that, that that ended up being the winning lineup uh, in, in the big tournament. But yeah, overall, again, it was still a really, really good night for me. Like, I'm not complaining it's just what could have been right those two things lopez six minutes sabonis following out <sighs> it is what it is but hope you guys had a good night i know a few of you uh, used the same lineup so congrats on, on the big big nights we had a few takedowns uh it's been it's been going really well the last few days i'm not gonna lie we've had some really really big wins uh on patreon so congrats to everyone again and let's see if we can keep it rolling for this showdown slate so memphis and golden states a 220 and a half over under golden state warriors four point favorites all right We'll start off with Memphis. And at the top, Jonas Valanciunas at 10K. I mean, you guys know what I'm doing. <laughs> you know, right? This is, again, this is a Jonas Valanciunas uh, channel. We are j- big Jonas Valanciunas fans. The only way I see him uh, not working out here is foul trouble. That's it. If he stays out of foul trouble, he's going to push for 35 to 40 minutes. Just phenomenal point per minute guy. He's still too cheap here. So absolutely love Jonas Valanciunas here. I think the only, you know, possible downside is potential foul trouble right i played him here about a week ago low ownership and he got in foul trouble and still went for almost 50 so um really really like jv also this game it's minnesota 20 minutes fouled out so that that's really the only risk of jonas valanciunas as long as there's no foul trouble i don't see how he's not in the winning lineup i don't so yeah love love jv definitely someone i'm looking to in the captain spot john morant and nine four is firmly in play, right? He's going to play about 40 minutes. He didn't have the best shooting game. Last couple games, 7 of 21, 8 of 20. He's been struggling behind the three-point line. He's still got upside, though. He's still, he's been way more inconsistent when J, when JV's in this lineup, right? He had a few really big, he went on that weak stretch or two when he was going off. That was when Jonas Valanciunas was out. With JV in, he can still have upside. It's just not consistent. So, um, don't rule out John Morant. I'm just saying he's not a must. I think he's more of a contrarian spend up on this one. Now, Dylan Brooks at 7-6, he should play 35 to 40 minutes. Again, look at these shot attempts. Right? I don't really like playing score independent guys, but 21, 21, 28, 14, and 21 shot attempts. Also, he played 40 minutes, and they're going to need his defense. I'm guessing he's going to guard Steph Curry for, for a decent amount. So um, I do, I do kind of like Dylan Brooks here in the mid-range. The only thing you have to worry about with him is that he is scoring dependent. So if he's not hitting his shots, he does have a somewhat low floor. 
Triple J uh, at 7.2K should play about 30 minutes. I think the ownership will drop in him. He was double the ownership of, of Dylan Brooks last night, and Dylan Brooks way outperformed him. Also, he played way more than Triple J. So, like, the first quarter went really well for Triple J, but I watched the whole game. And in the second half, he was more just standing in the corner. Don't like seeing that. So, I don't think he's out of play. Benny Stretch, he's a guy that can go out and get some blocks, some steals. Um, but I think he's more of a contrarian option at that price. Slow-mo, I think, is pretty safe. He should play about 30 minutes. He can do it all. Um, he's a little bit che cheaper than Triple J. So, yeah, I think he's a perfectly fine play. Now we get to the bench for the Grizzlies, and there's not a, not a ton I like. They ran a 10-man rotation. A couple guys barely played, but still, 10-man rotation in the playoffs is not good. Also, really surprised that Brandon Clark got a DNP. That was like the first. We have not seen that in the regular season. That was like the first time I saw that him get a DNP. So, uh, obviously, can't really get to Clark at 5K. He's not going to play. Uh, Desmond Bain's the guy that's going to play the most off the bench. He should probably get around um, 20 to 25 minutes. Wait, hold on. They started... I started Allen, right? Hold on. Let me make sure I'm not going crazy here. Yeah, Bain came off the bench. Okay. Oh, no, they started... Yeah, Ja... Okay, Ja Brooks, JV, slow-mo, triple try. Okay, I wanted to make sure I got the right. So, yeah, um, he should play... Probably about 25 minutes on the bench. Uh, not the best point per minute guy. Um, and again, the price, right? 5-2. It's hard for me to to feel good about that. And the rest of the guys are not going to play a ton, right? D'Anthony Melton is going to be in the rotation, but maybe only plays 12 to 15 minutes. I have a hard time paying 4-2 for him. Xavier Tillman actually played the backup five. He played 10 minutes. Again, hard time paying for him at 4K. Justice Winslow's not in the rotation. Grayson Allen played like five minutes. Uh, and Tyus Jones played seven minutes. So I just don't really have a ton of interest in, in the Memphis bench, guys. Uh, let's move on to Golden State. So Golden State is uh, looks a little bit more appealing because they're going to run an eight-man rotation as opposed to ten. So starting at the top, Steph Curry. You're a bold man if you fade Steph in the show on slate. It's doable, right? Memphis maybe plays defensively like Lakers did and is double Steph every time. But, um, yeah, I probably will not be fading Steph and definitely considering him in the captain spot because the upside, he is the most upside of anyone by far, right? He can go for 70-plus. We saw it actually against Memphis last game. We went for 73. So really like Steph at the top. Draymond Green, I think, is interesting. He kind of had an off game against the Lakers, shot 0 of 5. Um, but we know he's a guy that can go out and get you a triple-double. He's going to play about 40 minutes. This is a better matchup here against the Grizzlies than the Lakers. So I don't think he's an optimal play, but someone I'm looking to as a contrarian spend-up. Andrew Wiggins at 8-2. You guys know my feelings in this guy. I'm not a big Wiggins fan, um, but, you know, he can get it done. He's just been very up and down. If you think they continue to – if you think Memphis takes the Lakers' approach and there's double stuff every time, then sure, you can take a shot on Wiggins, right? He's got to be their number two if they want to win this game. So, like, again, perfectly fine play. Uh, should play big, big minutes. Now, other guys in the rotation. Bazemore, Toscano Anderson. Uh, Bazemore at 6-2. He had five steals last game. That's the reason he got to 27. Not super excited about it. Not saying it can't work out, but I don't love the price. Toscano Anderson off the bench should play about 25-2. Again, kind of just like mm, fair play, right? He can go and get you. The thing I like about Toscano Anderson, he's kind of like a, like a mini Draymond Green. Right? He can go out and get you the peripheral stats. So like, I think he's fine. I think I would prefer Toscano Anderson over Bazemore. Uh, and then um, Jordan Poole off the bench. He should, should play somewhere around 20 to 25 minutes. Uh, he's a guy that... If they're, again, if they're doubling stuff, 
and uh, you know they're going to give up you know more open shots. Jordan Poole's one of those guys that has to hit shots. And again, he's not afraid to shoot the ball. He's a good scorer. Again, we've seen some big big games from Poole. So I do like Jordan Poole as a uh, you know value play off the bench for Golden State. The, the downside with him, same thing I'll say about Dylan Brooks, is he's reliant on the scoring, reliant on the scoring. But still, I think 25 ish minutes of the bench definitely viable. Now, uh, one of my favorite value plays, Kevon Looney at four six. Not worried about 20 minutes there against the Lakers. Again, he didn't touch the court really in the fourth quarter. They Both teams want small ball. Memphis is not going to go small ball, right? They're going to have Jonas Valanciunas in the court as long as there's no foul trouble. So as long as both bigs stay out of foul trouble in JV and Looney, I'm expecting, you know, 35 to 40 minutes from JV and probably over 30 minutes in Kevon Looney. With that being said, I really like him for value. At 4-6, again, not like the sexiest play, but he's a guy that can go and get you 10 points and 10 boards. So... Um, I do like Looney a lot here for value on the showdown site. And then finally, Michael Mulder. So he actually played 22 Mets last game. The Mets have been a little bit up and down, 15, then 22. I think a fair guess is somewhere around 15 to 20 Mets from him. Uh, the issue is he is super, super reliant on the scoring. Not really a good point for a guy, but he is 2-2. So like of like the, the really, really cheap guys, he's really the only guy I think is viable. Like I would much prefer getting to 22, 20-ish Mets out of Mulder than like five minutes out of Tyus Jones or five minutes out of Grayson Allen or like eight minutes out of Tillman, right? So, um, yeah, I think I think Boulder is in play just for that reason, just for that reason of he's cheap and he should play, he's going to play decent minutes. Right? He's not going to be out there for five minutes, most likely, unless Steve Kerr changes something. So that's it for the, the team-by-team breakdown. Now let's talk about roster construction. So um, guys in the captain I'm considering, I think my favorite two are the two guys at the top, Steph Curry and Jonas Valanciunas. Steph, we know, has the biggest upside in the slate, and JV should be able to absolutely crush as long as you know foul trouble. So those are the two I'm looking to, I think, first as far as like optimal builds are Steph and JV. Other captains, um, there, there's still some other guys we can look to. John Morant, the upside is there. Again, just been a little more inconsistent. Would I play Draymond Green in the captain? I think you could. I mean, he could have one of his vintage triple-double games. I don't think it's something I'm going out of my way to do, but I think that's that's okay. Um, you know, you can go back to Dylan Brooks. He's going to play big minutes. He's going to shoot the ball a ton. I don't hate it. Uh, anyone else? <sighs> There's a couple guys I think you can take a shot on for value in the captain. Uh, this is really contrarian, though. I'm going to mention this yesterday with Gafford and Ish, and it ended up working out for Gafford. So this is super, super contrarian. But if you want to, I think it's Pool and Looney, the two value guys I would take shots on if you want to get really, really different in the showdown site. The reason being is, again, Poole is a guy that can heat up. We know he's not afraid to shoot. He's a good shooter. So I, I like Poole uh, as a contrarian value play. And I think Kavion Looney, he's going to play, he's going to have to play about 30 minutes against his big front court. So as long as there's no foul trouble, Poole and Looney are the contrarian value uh, captains I think you can at least consider. That's not, you know, for my one lineup, I'm probably not going to do that, but I think that that's at least viable. So Roster construction, let's see. Let's try Steph and the captain with JV. What does that leave us with? About 5.7K remaining. That's still, you know, pretty solid, right? So there's a lot of good plays in this mid-range, right? We went over Brooks. I think Triple J is fine. Slow-mo looks pretty safe. Toscano Anderson off the bench is a decent play. Again, we went over guys like Poole and Looney for value. Even Michael Mulder, if you need the salary relief, just because he'll play the minutes. So you can definitely make a lineup like that. Um, if you go, let's see, if we go jaw two, is that still doable? It is, but then if you if you play the top three guys with Steph and the captain, you're probably going to have to play Mulder. That, that's what I would say. So 
Um, like if you go molder, then you have about 5.6 remaining and then you could still make it work. You could still make it work. So if you do that, you're probably going to play a guy like Mulder. And for that reason, I think Mulder will get some ownership because it opens up, uh, you know, to, for Lowry to get those stars. But optimal build-wise, I think it's probably these two plus more of the mid-range guys that we went over. So again, mid-range guys like Brooks, Slow-Mo, Toscan Anderson, Poole. I mean, I have some interest in Draymond too, if you can get to him. He's just a little bit pricier. So you know, that is, that's kind of one thing for optimal build is, is Steph and JV, one of those two in the captain. Um, and then, you know, a little bit more balance also. You can, you can still go and get like a Ja or Dray- Draymond, but then you're going to have to settle for Michael Mulder. I think that's not optimal, but it's definitely something you, you get that is uh, firmly in play. Now, if you do go one of those value guys in the captain, um, so let's just say we go Jordan Poole, then you can almost go team jam him in. Then you can get Steph. Then you can get JV. Then you can get, you know, one of Draymond or Ja, um, or even both. It could even get both. So you could realistically do that. <laughs> Pull in the captain, team jam them in, and then you just use Mulder as a punt. Um, again, not optimal, but something I think is at least in consideration. If you want to go the, the mid-range build, um, I think Dylan Brooks looks pretty appealing. It doesn't really feel like chasing because, again, just the shot attempts, right? He's continuing to shoot a ton. Um, as long as he doesn't have a DeMar DeRozan performance, I think he's, he's been, again, I think he can get it done. So, you know, 35, 37, 49, 30, and 43 fans won its last five games. So if we do like Dylan Brooks in the captain, let's see, and then go Steph and JV, what does it leave us with? 5.7K, definitely doable, definitely doable. You can either go like balance from here, or you can punt with, um, you know, Looney, Mulder, and Looney, I think is my favorite value play. So if you're going to ask me who is my favorite value play in the site, it's combined Looney, um, I just think he's a really, really safe play as long as no foul trouble. So that's really going to do it, guys, for the uh, for the video. Again, I'll be doing a quick live stream tomorrow. Uh, probably, what time does the game start? I think it's, I want to say it's 8 o'clock central. It's a little bit later, I'm pretty sure. 8 o'clock central, yeah. So I'll do a quick YouTube live stream from like 7.30 to 7.45. Uh, so make sure to check it out, guys. I'll, I'll try to answer any questions you have. Uh, break down and see if there's any, you know, random late scratches or anything like that. I don't think there will be on this one. Uh, but yeah, make sure to check the live stream tomorrow and let's let's keep this hot streak going. Let's let's keep it going. And should have had the takedown today. Still tilted about it. But um, yeah, that's all I got, guys. So thanks again for, for checking out the video. Really do appreciate it. And I'll see you guys back here tomorrow night in the live stream.